Damn it! Answer me, you bastard! Speak now, or stick my foot up in your wazoo, cause we got a job to do. To study is why we were sent here to this zoo. Captain Gooch Gobbler said so, and I do too. There are dissections, abema sections, cross sections, different directions, humans bump in the dark, it's true. Drug consumption, the marma junctions, assumptions, forming by gumptions. Humans love the dark, they'll fuck you too. There is poetry, philosophy, sodomy, anatomy. Humans bump in the dark, they will bump you. Sensation after correlation, and correlation after sensation. Humans bump in the dark, here's how they grow. through this again, woman. This is episode 121. Yes, episode 121. It's a new one. It's a new one. We're Hello, back. you guys. Hello, how do you do Welcome, we love you. We love you. Hope you are okay. Hope you didn't fall in the toilet. It's a new... Or your bird half run down your mother's leg. It's a brand new cycle. I hope you guys are enjoying this new birth season. Oh my God, did you guys see that moon? Uh, you last Putin? night? Yeah, well, no, the night and the night before. Last night we saw it. Yeah. It was beautiful. And I see moon, too. No, full moon. Or full moon, sorry. Yeah, last night or this morning it started, and then, you know, now we can see it if it's not cloudy, but the fuck it is. Oh, it's beautiful, though. It snowed today. Honey, sir. Very, very little. Very little. It didn't really do much. It was more like... It's more like if I had dandruff and was scratching it. Very slowly. Yes, very, very slowly. You don't want to scratch your head vigorously. No, that'll feel too good. Instant gratification. Yeah, you want gratification. <laughs> yes. Instant gratification. We know what you're talking about. Ooh, your feet feel good on my butt. Quit massaging his prostate. She woman. put her foot in my pocket. I cannot it's contain myself. Your foot now, sweetie. It is mine, my proper Yeah, no one else. No one else. No one. Mm, with a name that starts with D, who likes to take D in the B. <laughs> Just an L. Nah, he got an LD. Limp dick. I thought you meant little. I was like, I don't know. Nah, who cares? Who cares about Anyways, that Anyways, let's move on here. That's probably... More than he should have gotten. Yes. Exactly. Fucking piece of shit. Oh. Oh, we're supposed to be talking about someone that I like, huh? Anthony Van Lorehook, huh? That sounds better, huh? Yes. Huh, I like that. Upbeat. I'm three beers into it. Oh, this is my third beer. Hard cider. 
I've had the cans this time, Void. Nice. Saving the planet one aluminum can at a time. Glass can be recycled too, but okay. Sure damn can. And that's on topic, because Anthony Van Lurehoek would do many things with glass. Yeah, he was amazing. <clears throat> yeah. He talks about my Captain Crooked Back Hook. Oh, yes. Well, he was well, influenced and actually yes. corresponded with Captain oh. Hooky Pants. Yes. Captain Robert Hook Pants. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. That guy was a genius. This guy's... I like this guy more, so. Mm, is that out of your jealousy? No, no, because this guy's from Holland. And he had less racist. of a life. Yeah, I am kind of racist. I prefer Holland people to British people. Uh, because I... of their accents, you know. Because yeah. they talk like this, I'm a bippity bippity. Wait, no, that's Italian. What do Holland people sound like? Do they sound like this? No. No? Oui, oui? No, mm. that's Frenchy. It's more like... Unga, bunga, dunga, dunga. We're going to the campground. Oh, they like fried rice. <laughs> that was a terribly Asian accent. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Wait, I thought Asian. Are that's, you serious? I mean, that's... That is Asian. Like a dish. That's more in Indian, but it uh, they are Indian. Asian. Yeah, they Indians are Asian. Yeah, no, but not. Uh, um, but you know, there's but different not accents. Asian, for Asian, Asian. Not all Asians sound the same. Yes, I know. Japanese are more forceful. Not all white course. people sound the same either, or Africans. And Chinese are more choppy, and then you got some other people who are more soft with their accents, and then you have Indians. We got the yeah. Yeah, yeah, da, da, da. And in Russia, that's kind of Asian. Do they speak Dutch? Who? In Holland? I wouldn't be surprised. I think so. I didn't look that part up. I think they speak Dutch. Probably. Probably. We know a lot, don't I, we? I think I looked up moving to Holland once. And it was, like, really expensive to move there. Yeah. Well, they don't want Americans over there. Yeah, the Dutch. I can't remember what country it is, but I think a country needs young <coughs> A country needs young men to move there. I think it was Sweden, but they want young men to marry Oh, people. yeah, because there's oh, a bunch yeah. of cougars over there that, that want young dick. That's probably what it was, because Big there was something about women. they made the, the best money there, and they had, like, the shortest work week and the most days off. It was the happiest country of the whole world. Yeah, they probably beat people until they said, yes, we're happy. And I was looking up how to move there, and there's, like, absolutely no way an American can be a citizen there or do some think, shit. Do you think they're happy because they have all the Jews' gold teeth from World War II? You do know that they were on our side, I think. The Swedish? Yeah. Ah, uh, hmm. I think so. I think they were neutral. Wait, that's the Swiss anyways. They're that's... all the same Swiss, Swedish... We're talking about Holland, too. Yeah, we're talking about Holland right now, which is next-door neighbor to German. Yeah, this is off-subject. Well, this has nothing to do with that shit, actually. I'm going to take a piss. This is totally... Is this a good time to start talking about topic now? You're not here to distract me? Yes. Okay. 
So, for the good listeners out there, you have already listened to the basic bitch-ass biography over Anthony Van Lurahook, which is way longer than any other biography I've seen on the tube of Yoo-Hoo. And you're now ready to take on the undertaking which took humanity by surprise, which is that of a human, without formal education, teaching himself how to make the best microscopes of his time, with bronze, copper, and sometimes silver, being frames holding these small lenses, handcrafted by the Hollandanesian man from Holland or Holland, would be used to observe a wide range of specimens. Sometimes the silver is used in belief that the silver would reflect enough light to help the viewer, but uh, apparently that wasn't cost-effective and it was not efficacious. So, by specimen, that, of course, would be placed on a small pin, as mentioned before in the last episode, with two adjustable screws, one could use to screw up and screw down for desired viewing pleasure of the subjects on the pin at four one-hundredths of an inch, according to source one, away from the eye. But I like to simplify my fractions because that's how I was educated, so one-twenty-fifth of an inch. Rather than resting comfortably on a tabletop or countertop or on your lap, the cold-hardened Netherland man had the microscope resting on either your cheek or your forehead. At this point, he could have made a microscope mask that would have saved him his hands, so he wouldn't have to use one to hold up the microscope to his cheek or forehead. But that time has passed, and I'm here now. As mentioned before, the focused microscope of Anthony Van Lurehoek can amplify an object 200 times its size, and when researching for this episode, I found uh, someone claiming 300, but the general consensus is 200 times its normal size. And I also found another contradicting statement is that some of the compound microscopes, other than his simple microscope that Anthony used, or Anthony used, my bad, um, could only amplify it to 30 or 40 times. And that's kind of interesting, instead of the 20 that I mentioned in the last episode. Nevertheless, in order to master this lens crafting, Anthony Van Lurehoek would use three methods. First, Anthony would grind on the glass. Then, Anthony would blow the glass. Then, he would draw the glass. I would imagine it would have been the opposite in order from what I said. But, what do I know about blowing and grinding on glass that I draw out of a fire? I think if you start it with a more pure form of it, it gets better, like, as you go along. What? I'm just saying that the clear picture is more solidified in the mirror. I'm guessing. That's only an educated guess. Wait, 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 wait. What, what about mirror? We're talking about mirrors now? No, I meant the lens. I meant the lens. So the... Oh, pure glass? Yeah, so the more pure he starts with, the more, the better it magnifies. Uh, everywhere I read, I don't know, did you read about them? Uh, no, but I'm just guessing from uh, intuition. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense if it was pure glass. You know, fly in the ointment or glass, if you will. Yes. But from everything I've read, they indicated that it was the craftsmanship. Where did he live? Holland. Oh. That's right, we were talking about that. Yeah, we we're talking about your terrible Hollandese <laughs> action. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, guess what, boys? What? Chicken butt. Ah. Yeah. What were you saying anyways before I was talking after your mom talked? Guess, so, guess why. Why? <laughs> In your eye. Chicken pie. Ooh, chicken pie. At your you know, thigh? Our chickens are getting big now, boy. Sure, if you want chicken pie on my thigh. Ooh, I don't want that. Is that like cow pie? No, it's like a chicken pot pie on my thigh. Ooh, you know what? Chicken pot pie and pussy sounds good right about now. Maybe kind of messy. Oh, <laughs> that's the whole point, Void. Yeah, I can make some. It's not good unless if it's messy, right? Yeah. Nice and sloppy. Nice. Do I have to get you a bib so you say world's best pussy eater on it? I would love that for that my birthday. That would be a really good bib. I mean, that's a good gift idea for my birthday. Yeah. It's way better than that vibrating glass dildo you gave me that broke in my ass. You know you're not supposed to put clean it with rubbing alcohol, right? Why not? Because they'll weaken the glass. Oh. That's about the most amount of knowledge I've ever heard I, from you. I had no idea that rubbing alcohol would ruin glass. I, no, no, weaken it, weaken it. Weaken so. it, yeah. I I still had no well, idea. Well, you're talking to a guy that's had one for... Well, you've... <laughs> had a, a glass eye in his head for years. Ah, okay, that's true. You've had a glass dildo for years. No glass eye for years. <laughs> the wine bottle, don't put alcohol... Oh, fine. Why did you use a wine bottle? It had alcohol in it. It was weak. No, no. It ru- no, it has to be rubbing alcohol for it to be weak. Oh, it has to be potent. Yeah. Oh. Well, it is rubbing alcohol, by the way, boy. Yeah. Because it's wine, and you used it to rub the glass bottle in there, pussy. No, I use lube, Jesus. Yeah, lube but you're, natural it's lube. natural lubrication when you drink it for sex, right, wine? No, you no. You go, on, come here, baby, let me give you a glass of wine and get you all loose and goosey. <laughs> she drank the whole damn bottle first. Oh, oh did you chug it? No, it was over the course of... It Two was, minutes? No, it was a long session. <laughs> you got good and ready, huh? You got you good and ready. I had one like glass. Like fried chicken. He had one glass, she had the rest. Exactly. God damn. She's like, okay, I'm ready. Ready like spaghetti on Sunday morning. Yes, on Sunday morning. Yeah, you know. You got to eat leftovers, right? You got spaghetti as leftover. You eat it on Sunday morning, right? Am I the only one who does that? I think so. God damn it. There's someone, there's definitely a listener that does know what I'm talking about. I can swear by it. I wouldn't eat, or I would eat spaghetti on Sunday morning. Leftover spaghetti? Fuck yes, every day, please. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to talk about glass making, okay? Glass grinding and all that jazz. Yeah, let's talk about it, grinding. Yeah, once I read a little bit further, I realized that these methods were used separately for each lens. So rather than doing all three to make them, you know, he had the glass grinding and glass blowing. Blowing is my favorite. Glass drawing. Now, interesting note, when we are doing additional, you know, foo-foo fluff kind of research watching YouTube videos, 
we found a video talking about how since he was a linen man selling, you know, fabric, of course, to inspect and to ensure the quality of the fabric that he's selling. Like all linen people, I guess, they use a magnifying glass. Yeah, and he wanted to have the best one. And apparently, it was common for people to not share their their tricks of the trade. Yeah, it's a secret, man. It's good business. And if you got a really good magnifying glass that assures that you can make sure the quality is really fucking good, you're top of the line. So he was uh, apparently must have been a pretty goddamn good businessman because he had a really good magnifying glass. I'm being told right now not to share all my secrets. It's a good idea. Yeah. You want to tell everybody about that crab you put up your butt the other day? What? You don't want to tell everybody about that crab you put up your butt. (laughs) It, It was... It cut my anus... And I had to lick it. Yeah, he had to lick the wounds. Do you have to suck the poison out? All the <laughs> yes, the crab poison. Yes, he sucked all the blood out of it. You know who uh, got to discover red blood cells? He was like, this reminds me of a bloody, bloody Mary. I actually went to the fridge and got a celery stick to put it in there, too. Then he started talking about... Started munching the salad. Then he started... Yeah, then he started talking about how it reminded him of my monthly and how, you know, he'd always be down there on my monthly and... You know, I was practicing human tarot practices and became a pagan and started eating your placenta and blood. My placenta... Yeah, whatever it is that comes out every month. What do you women have? Vaginas? My uterus lining. Yeah, whatever it is. We do have vaginas, but the blood comes out of our uterine linings. Yeah, whatever that is. You like the chunks. (laughs) I do. I'm a chunky monkey. Back to topic. Yes. So most of the surviving pieces are said to have, uh, have been made by Anthony grinding on the glass. Did he grind it good? Yes. First, he'd start with large grit to grind his glass. That's the way to do it. And then as time went by, he used smaller and smaller grit to make it more smooth. Like sandpaper? And so smooth, it was no imperfections. Okay, he's, <gasps> he's calling again. I'll talk to him. That hey, bastard. Be quiet. I know. I'm going to do. What are you going to do? Just answer and see what he needs. Chug, 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 chug. Oh, you guys sound wonderful. It's on the right tempo, right? Yeah, right tempo. Okay. Yeah, don't want it to get all warbly. So, this is one of the things, like I said, like his attentiveness separated him from everybody else when it came to microscopes. Yes. The compound microscopes during Anthony's lifetime were known to have been poorly made compared to his, making aberrations and distortions common thing when people would use a compound microscope so skepticism was very common during this time around findings Anthony Van Lurehoek would have around 8 people to verify his findings various findings and you'll be amazed that he had so many people come around to see some of his findings and how he got some of his findings (sighs) were they very finding 
Very oh, finding. Yes, way. Very telling, Boyd. Okay, keep telling. Yes, I keep telling. By the year of 1674, Anthony is credited for viewing red blood cells as the first to do so. He also is credited for muscle cell observations, leaf veins observations, salt, ovum and fish, ovum of fish, and sperm. They were all viewed by Anthony. Anthony. Planaria, rotifers, and nematodes were also seen by this human who named these microscopic animals as animalcules. He is the first to publicly be known to have discovered these small life forms. How does one come across these life structures, you may ask? Well, we can all imagine how Anthony got his sperm sample. But uh, what about animalcules, which he also called sperm? A quote from Anthony in his letter to the royal Society in London, shows one of his first observations in 1657. A letter was sent to London on the 7th of... What the fuck in my butt? (laughs) Okay. I don't know what's in your butt. You won't let me look in there. So, his first... The first year Anthony found these is... Speculated to have been in 1657, probably from his diaries or some letters to other people. But the letter wasn't sent until the 7th of September in 1674 versus 1657. Ah, damn. That's 17 years later. Anyways, this regarded lake observations. In the letter, there's a description of a green corophyte algae. Spirogia, Spirogira. Spirogira. That sounds like an anime character. Spirogira, I choose you. Kabow! I assume there might be a Pokemon named after some sort of micro-biological thing. Yeah, like Bulbasaur. Bulbish? Yeah, Bulbasaur. Bulbish is sore. My Bulbas is sore. Man, I sure like you, Pokemon. Man, I got a Charmander right now. Well, it's not a Charizard. Oh, thank God. Char- God damn, that's when you have way too much hot sauce. Yes. You like it when I put that hot sauce in my mouth and lick your tip, huh? I heard no, a, I, I heard a cool right I heard a cool trick. No, I do not. What's I a heard cool it, trip? I heard when a lady's fellatioing you, she uses a breath mint, you get the tingle on your pingle. Fuck that. I hate cold penis. Yeah, I don't like that cold sensation either. I have this like gel that's like a a hot cold or what kind of like an icy hot. Uh uh. I don't like that shit. It's just no, just just twiddle it back and forth a little bit really lightly and then get more. DJ, play me another song on the turntable. Which one? No, but the euphemism for. Clicking the double pussy and like uh, rubbing the clip on a half pipe. No, no, no. It's turntable. It's DJing you. Know, Two turntables no. and a microphone. No, yeah, that's what I was referring to. <laughs> no, no, I knew what you meant too. <laughs> DJ no, Mike going to rock your day. No, Mitch Master. Two uh, Rex, fingers. Rex lick your fingers. Uh, lick them. Get them really nice and wet. Okay, even maybe spit. You taking notes for it? 
I know how to do this, Jesus Christ. You go. Yeah, she taught you. Back and forth, very, very, you know, not too fast. And then when she starts like really wiggling, go at it. No, no, you don't want to go too no, much at it. I know. You need to go at a, a pace. Yeah. Well, no, the crazy thing no is, shit. I heard mm-hmm. if you're uh, eating, uh, eating the Ford Taurus, if you do the ABCs, it feels good too. I would never eat a Ford Taurus, boy. No, I'm talking about the uh, Taurus. I think just. Honestly, you should call it that when you go down on a woman. Can every woman is Taurus? different. Try to the right and try to the left and see where you and, and you can also go up and down, you know, flick it up and down. You got to pay attention to their body language. Voice. Yes. The way they shake and clench when you doing it right. And they're pushing their shit up in your face. And when they're grabbing your head and squeezing yes. it with their thighs. And they want to keep you down. And then they wrap, they twist their legs around and they start making it to where you can't breathe. Yes. You're doing a good job. <laughs> and hold on for dear life. And you do a really good job when they give you and a treat afterwards. When, it's called when squirt. When you're, when you're, when they're squeezing you with their thighs, you just <laughs> back and forth really quick. But whatever you do. I just heard a name for that, but I can't remember what it's called. Motor boating, but on the pussy. No, no, no. There's another name for it. Floater boating. I can't remember what the name of it is. Pussy boating. Having a sip of champagne. (laughs) Bubbly. I can't remember. But just don't blow into it like a balloon, okay? Then you'll get a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see those uh, videos where someone's like standing in front of like a, a jet engine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blowing in her face. <laughs> Meet curtain wind tunnels. Yes! <laughs> the flying squirrel. Baconator. Okay, let's go with this quote that uh, Anthony Van Lurhoek uh, sent to the Royal Society in London. Back to topic. On the 7th of September in 1674. Quote. Passing just lately over this lake, dot, 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 and examining the water. Next day, I found floating therein divers earthly particles and some green streaks. <laughs> I don't want to find no green streaks in my underwear. <laughs> Spirally wound, serpent-wise, and orderly arranged after the manner of the copper or tin worms, which distillers use to cool their liquors as they distill over. The whole circumference of each of these streaks was about the thickness of the hair of one's head. All consisted of very small green globules, 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 joined together, and there were very small green globules as well. End quote. Anthony Van Laura Hook. Now, nice. He went through on that knowledge that he had because his mama was a brewer. Or knew, or was a family member of brewers. Oh, because of the hops. Gotcha in the east. Well, no, he was talking about stillers and how they used uh, copper or tin worms. Oh, yeah. To cool down the liquor as it distilled, you know. Yeah, yeah. There is another letter from the 25th of December in 1702. Christmas, huh? Mm. Yeah. 
I guess he never stopped working, even on Jismus. It gave a description of two and uh, of multiple protests, which includes Ciliate and Vorticella. Oh, okay. Ciliate, Vorticella. Void! Yes. You got your phone handy? Uh, no. Okay. Let's keep going. Can you please look it up? What is it, Vortellus? Ciliate Vorticella. I can spell it for you. Hold it. Let me. I, I'll wait. I'll wait. You let me know when you're ready, okay? Okay, No rush. We're, we're just having a good old time. Okay. Yes. Gay sir. old time. What is it? C I L I A T E. I A T E. E. Okay. And then you have Vorticella. V O R. T I C R T I C T I C E L L A E L L A Describe it to me when you see it. Looks like a little uh Oh my gosh, it actually looks like a fucking Pokemon. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Vortisella, I choose you. Oh that's the thing that you know what? I used to see those in microbe class. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah, they suck up things. The, we saw those earlier today on the Tube of Yoohoo video, Vo I mean, Void's mommy. The Nut Gatherer. Are you talking to me? Yeah, baby. You know the thing with the propellers around its gaping orifice that looks like a teacup? Yeah. Yeah. They usually come in groups attached to each other by the tail. Yeah. Silly motherfuckers. Yeah, one was looking all limp and stuff. Yeah, so here's a description of that thing. Quote, In structure, these little animals were fashioned like a bell. And at the round opening, they made such a stir that the particles in the water thereabout were set in motion thereby. And though I must have seen quite 20 of these little animals and their long tails alongside one another very gently moving with outstretched bodies and straightened out tails, yet in an instant... As it were, they pulled their bodies and their tails together, and no sooner had they contracted their bodies and tails than they began to stick their tails out again very leisurely and stayed thus some time continuing their gentle motion, which sight I found mightily diverting. Anthony Van Lorhawk has a good description, actually. I'm glad I actually did a little research before I started reading this. What do you think, you guys? I honestly liked watching those YouTube videos. Man, I like learning something. D yeah, some of them were a little cartoony and for kids. And oh, my God. So many book reports. We gotta what have, the fuck? We got to have a cartoon made after our podcast. We void. should. And we got to use the same method that uh, these guys use, Void, because you could just take cutouts of our characters. Paper. And tie strings to it. Yes. To make us talk. Kind of like South Park. Uh-huh. Yeah, we should do that. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> my whole head will be moving with, the, like, the Canadians, you know? What is it? Yeah. What is your name? What is your name? It's like, Phil and... Gork. My name is Gork. Oh, Terrence and Philip. Yeah, Terrence and Philip. Yeah. Terrence and Philip. <laughs> I fuss on your face. <laughs> Those guys are ah. funny. Hey, Terrence, can you look at my ass? 
Okay, what am I trying to find? <laughs> I, lost, <laughs> I lost the penny. Can you find it? It might be in my coin purse. Yeah, it's brown. My brown coin purse. <laughs> Let me turn around. Look here. <laughs> oh, no, I have pink eye. <laughs> oh, let me help you with that, Philip. <laughs> now you have a matching set. Yes, matching red china. Sexy. So, now let us go into a more personal observation Anthony did. Of his own plaque on his teeth. Quote, little white matter, which is as thick as if, as if it were batter. End quote. Two ladies were then mentioned, speculated to have been his wife and his daughter, and two older male humans who uh, claimed to have never cleaned their teeth were used too. Going back to Antony's own mouth, we have, quote, Then I then must, I then most always saw, with great wonder, that in the said matter there were many little living animacles, very prettily, a great, Animacles, perverted Anima Animacules. Anim okay. Very. <laughs> Is that some Sunday school bullshit? Oh, it's like animacles, perverted I love their yogurt. It, it, <laughs> it's a goddamn word. All that yeast. It's a goddamn word that Anthony used to describe it. He was the first to describe it. <laughs> That's his word. Small animals, animacules. <laughs> That's what it stands for. It's Latin. I know. Or Dutch or what have you. Okay. So, these living animacules in his, you know, plaque, very prettily moving. The biggest sort had a very long and swift motion and shot through the water like a pike does through water. The second sort oftentimes spun around like a top, and these were far more in number. End quote. The older man's mouth of nastiness, of course, had a quote that goes like this, quote, an unbelievably great company of living animacules, a swimming more nimbly than any I've ever seen up to this time. The biggest sort bent their body into a curve and going forwards. Moreover, the other animacules were in such enormous numbers that all the water seemed to be alive, end quote. It's nice. You said it before I could. So it's pond scum, basically, he's referring to. He's referring to plaque on an old man's mouth oh. that had never been washed. I went to the dentist uh, this week. Yeah, was he uh, very kind, and did he uh, give you wine? No, no, he had uh, no anesthesia. Uh, my teeth were good. I was worried about gingivitis, and then he said, no, you took care of it, and your mouth is healing very well. Oh, so you had gingivitis. Yeah. He looks oh, it's very easy to take care of that. No, I know. It's just it's a, it could be a problem and can lead to bone loss. Yeah, you just lick a cow's asshole. No, no, no. I use the uh, mouthwash and uh, restoring toothpaste. Your grandfather. Yeah. Oh, you could use grapefruit seed extract. Oh, yes. Well, let's go to the next one, huh? Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, this one's very important, you guys. Okay. This was on a YouTube video, actually, we I'm got excited. from. I'm excited. It's a stool, Floyd. A stool? A stool. Not the one you sit on, but the one you shit out. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Quart. I have usually of a morning a well-formed stool. In the morning, his shit is solid. But hitherto, I have had sometimes the looseness of the bowels. Diarrhea. Yes. My excrement being so thin. And loose. I was at divers times constrained to examine it. Oh, okay. He looks at his shit. Of course. In the microscope. Well, that's what I do. If I had a microscope and I was seeing weird things everywhere, I'd be looking at my shit too. Yeah, there's tons of bacteria and living things in your shit. No shit. Are you serious? Yeah. No way. That's what farts are. What? There's bacteria in your farts? Wait. Do you think there's bacteria inside of my asshole? Yeah. No. Is that what causes pink eye? Yeah. No. Congitis conjunctivitis. Ooh. Yeast infection of the eyeball. Yeah. Uh, Could you brew some beer with that woman? I could try. Get him in the kitchen and brew me some. I'm joking. I don't think you want me to make you anything in the kitchen. You just throw it in my face. And I definitely don't want shit in my face. So no thanks. Okay. I understand. Yeah. So, regarding this loose-ass stool, he looked at it because he had to, right? So here's a quote regarding what he looked at. I have at times seen very prettily moving... (laughs) Very prettily moving. Very prettily moving. Okay, mind you guys, this is translated from old ass Dutch to English. Okay. So, like, translations will be different, but apparently it was something he wanted to look at. It was very fond. He was very fond of looking at it. I understand. I have at times seen very prettily moving animacules. Their bodies were somewhat longer than broad. And their belly, which was flattened, provided with several feet, with which they uh, made uh, such a movement through the clear medium. And the globules that we might fancy, we saw a pissabed running up against the wall. Now, everybody might be focused on the word pissabed, but right now I'm looking at the part that he called his fluid clear. Is the clear medium these things were moving through. His shit was clear? What's going on here? I don't know. I think he had a lot of mucus in his poop. Oh, mucusy poop. Yeah, he might have been really sick if it was clear. That makes sense because... I don't think I've ever had clear shit. That makes perfect sense because a pissabed is a woodlouse, also known as a pale bug or a roly-poly, right? Yes. So he's likening what he saw to look like a pissabed. And the pissabed looks very similar to the Giardia parasite. Oh, so he was sick. Yeah, he was sick. He was drinking beaver piss. What? Oh, shit. Well, you get it. food or something by accident in the water? Well, it's just something you commonly get when you drink water where beavers are. Yeah, upstream from. but maybe the, the water wasn't heated. Yeah, probably not heated. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, well, he's one of the first people to find these things. They had no idea about, you know, germ theory. 
Yeah, the the river he probably got his clean water from had some uh, beavers in it, and then he had some nasty stuff in there. Yeah, he was the first one to see these things that we know about. Well, that's good. He discovered it. And Void, I'm sorry I asked you to pull out your phone, because now it seems like you can't get away from it. I'm sorry I tempted you with your addiction. No, it's okay. Sorry. People keep on bugging me. I'm like, be quiet. Well, you know who's bugging me? What? This guy. He's talking about bugs. Bugs, bugs. And yeah. his shit. You know what kind of bug I was just talking about, Void? Uh, bugs in the river? Giardia. Ah. Uh. In his store. Oh. Look like a pale bug? Yeah. Oof. But it's microscopic. Like a a roly-poly a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Well, there's Was that a natural of- one that's supposed to be there, or was it a, a no, unnatural one? No, bed. Well, it is natural, and... Things that are supposed to happen subjectively could be supposed to happen no matter what you think is good. It's most likely from a beaver. Mm, yeah, that's what I assume, beaver. but I'm pretty sure you could get it from many places, right? Probably other animals sitting near the river. It, I imagine it had to have come before a beaver because it's a microscopic animal. Okay. So it could have came from somewhere else, but beavers are notorious for giving people giardia when people drink in the beaver's poop water. Gotcha. Because they stop it up. Who would imagine thinking about drinking water that had beaver poop in it might cause some issues? I know, but it's microscopic and people didn't really know about that because that guy kind of yeah. founded that stuff. And That's probably, what we were talking about. I imagine they're really thirsty to want to drink from something where you can see a beaver swimming. Yeah. I, mean, like I would have to jam. be, I would have to boil it yep. for a, an hour. But maybe back then you didn't know that boiling would kill those things. Yeah, of course. You didn't even know about them because you couldn't see them. And you know, if you can't see it with your eyes, well, then it doesn't exist, right? That's what people act like, you know, and I'm, I'm, I have no doubt that many people were assuming that Anthony was uh, crazy spreading lies like a, Devil worshiper because he was using yeah. witch magic with his uh, lens. There's a lot of things that you can't see that actually exist. Yes. Yeah, how much bacteria is on our skin? Like 90% of the light spectrum. Yeah, we can't even see everything with our eyes because our eyes don't or gamma radiation. work that way. Anyways, what are you going to say something for it? I was going to just say also, like, uh, ultraviolet light. Yes. You mean, like, my UV flashlight? You can see that, though. You can see UV. Well, that one's very bright, and it, sh- it it shines on the minerals. You know what ultraviolet light looks like, Void? What? Violet. I got to show Void that new stuff, too, that I got. Yes, you do. Because so, you like that. Right away. Oh, yeah. Back to the topic. Yeah, please. What I found for, huh, I got source number two for uh, one of the other things that Anthony found. You want to know what it was? What's that? Bam! Your mama. Uh, oh, yeah, well, definitely you had some sperm in you. That's true. This is very true, which will bring us to what we're going to talk about later. But right now we're going to talk about an article I found when trying to research this. Okay. Source number two, which indicated the sperm came from a horse. I found source three then, which by no means is an accurate source to me, which is CNN. 
In their article, I found a statement that said Anthony used compound microscopes, which, according to all other articles I've read, from much more reliable sources, that that is bullshit. The whole point of this article was to claim that Anthony wrote the Royal Society in 1678. Here is a quote they used in the article. Quote, moved forward, owing to the motion of their tails, like that of a snake or needle swimming up water. End quote. Anthony Van Leeuwenhoek. Now, this article was important to CNN because it involved semen, okay? They love semen, and everybody loves semen, and they get all giddy when they talk about it scientifically. And, you know, some Nebraska-like corny joke saying spermception or sperm deception or some evil sperm cells were tricking scientists underneath the microscope for some reason in this article, which makes no sense to me because it sounds like a lively childhood cartoon series. Humans that used microscopes to look at the male goo of many species that had thought the same movement thousands, hundreds of years later made the same mistake Anthony did. The side-to-side slithering of the sperm tail is apparently wrong. The tail actually uses a corkscrew movement, kind of like a spiral, which makes sense because sperm looks like a torpedo with a tail attached to it. It's definitely a torpedo. Yeah. It wiggles end up in there with a yeah, corkscrew movement. It does damage for 18 years. Shit. Well, longer than that, Void. Some people, like Anthony, live to 99. Jesus Christ, he had a long life back then. Must have been all the sperm. He must yeah. have done a yeah. good job. That's what it was. He people was drinking the specimens. Him. He was lucky. I think he just was, uh, yeah, he a was good fortunate. Person. He was fortunate. Yeah, because he was a good person, and he made wonderful curtains. Yeah, I don't know if he was a good person. Let's finish the semen topic. Let's finish the semen topic before we can talk about whether or not he was good. Okay. Okay. This whipping movement is somehow something the creatures, quote-unquote, learned in CNN's article. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. The, The sperm... Somehow learned that in order to survive, that they need to use a corkscrew movement and not just wag their tails like a dog. Yes, sperm I, thought of that all on their own. I think what they actually probably would have thought is probably inherent from DNA, and uh, right? Yeah, well, that's that's called survival of the fittest. Environment kills off those that do not survive, which are the ones that wag their tails and go around and around. They don't pass their DNA. And, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody's got some swimmers that do that right now. Some with multiple tails and some with multiple heads attached to one tail. Because uh, mutations do occur. You mean the food we eat and the chemicals we put on our body makes mutations? I know. Surprise, surprise. What a surprise. What? Well, there's mutations happen all the time whether or not there's man-made chemicals. Uh, it's probably more yeah, so, though. Definitely, though. Well, I'm not doubting that. I'm saying mutations have been around since life existed. Yeah. Mutation is just a, you know, a faulty use of enzymes with the DNA. I understand. Yeah. So even though people who look at objects from one angle on a plate, you know, when you look at a specimen plate on a microscope, it's two dimensions, right? Well, actually three if you include time, which is the wagging of the tail movement. But this is a four-dimensional world, so, you know, they just failed to take into account that it's the same world, it's just smaller. 
So, over 300 years later, they finally figure out that sperm move a different way than, they, what, they, than what they proposed. I cannot wait till humans realize how different the subatomic world actually moves compared to their narrative that they're pushing nowadays. Interesting. Yes, I was also not satisfied with the lack of information I found, so I found Source 8. And it uh, had claimed the first semen sample was gathered on a sunny day in 1677. Not 69? No. For some reason, it was eight years afterwards. Uh. After a very important mission demanded by the Royal Society in London, Antony scoops up semen from his wife's vagina after he plowed her. He put a globule on the pin of his microscope and rested his microscope on either his forehead or his cheek to where the semen could drip onto his face as he looked up at the sun with his wonderful device and he found the semen sperm from several That's literally and figuratively because literally he was looking at his son and the sun yeah i wouldn't call that a yeah sure boy could be a son <laughs> not really that thing would die within minutes well yeah 20 minutes that depends depends uh, on how intense the sun was depends on everything that's true but usually it's 20 minutes yeah. after it's squirted out of a yeah usually male's Body. Mine's usually dead right afterwards. I stomp on it. You? Yeah, I say die, you. After you scrape it off of me? Yes, I say die. Don't you ever give me a no office spray. Is that what you're doing when I'm in the bathroom? Yes, that's why that's all the thugs are going on. Yes. I know, I should have just taken your UV flashlight and shined it on the sperm. You could. Would have just killed it right off the bat. We should do that. Yes. You should show me what they look like. Well, we should get a microscope. I saw one actually on sale when I was looking up Anthony because they thought since this I was looking up Anthony that I want a microscope. It was $35 on Amazon. We should do that and look at your sperm. Yeah, you don't want to look at mine. Well, we could see if there's... It's going to be crawling around like a spider. <laughs> With eight legs. Are and they fangs. swimmers or floaters? It's a crawler. Well, we should see... Okay. It would, it would help. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what it'd help with, but. Anyways, let's talk about the semen, okay? Okay. Okay. There was mention from several other sources that other animals were used to find sperm. Like I said, a horse. And after uh, he used several animals, I imagine it's more than just a human and a horse. Imagine he did it on multiple occasions. He speculated, though, after watching many a sperm wiggle around on his head, that even lice would have a sperm. Following this, Anthony Van Lurehoek began, because he realized that sperm was very essential to life. He knows that after sex, you have a baby. After you spray this seed inside a woman, you have a baby. Well, there's sperm in here. He was still calling sperm animalcules. But Anthony started to believe that sperm was everything and that the rest of the woman with her egg and uterus didn't do anything except for supply the seeds with food to grow. Like earth, you know, like a farmer. Prior to this, the general belief was that the volatile spirit, quote-unquote, from semen sparked a growth of an embryo. So it went completely... The other way around. 
instead of like maybe both together make it happen. That sounds pretty familiar to, you know, how society has gone on. And the vast on. majority of that Where time the man was saying is in that the volatile spirits of sperm, volatile spirits of nasty male sperm, sparked the growth. Of yes, the embryo. But that's your point of view. No, no, that's what they said. That was their own oh, quote. Oh, I thought that was from you. I, no, no, and I'm pretty sure people are still disagreeing because not everybody thinks the same way. Most people usually don't think the same way as everybody else. No, I know that. And the loudest people are usually a, a minority anyway. It's very obvious. Yeah, I know, and they're looked at as... Well, some of them are. I have no doubt many of them are. They're humans. Humans are yeah, fucking humans crazy. Are crazy. Yeah. So now we talked about, you know, lake water. And we talked about poop. We talked about sperm, which is all normal things for us to talk about on this yes. podcast. Yeah. But, you know, microscopically. But the reason why we're talking about Anthony, and of course we've mentioned it on the previous episode, was that he viewed a cross-section of a nerve. And uh, the one of the main ones that's spoken about much is an optic nerve from a bull. I found an article that mentioned Anthony's various sample sources from the optic nerve of a bull. And then it also included an unspecified nerve from a sheep. And also, the brain tissue of a pig. For the cow's date of observation input was on the 4th of December of 1674. The specimen is is claimed to to still be around to this day, at least in 2019 when the article was written on the Royal Society's website. Yes, that's right. I went to the horse to listen about the horse's semen spewing on about the bull's optic nerve. And uh, this sample still is around, or was in 2019, and it it had a photo shoot with a newer microscope. It looks pretty good. doesn't look quite like it was illustrated, but of course with time it would distort. At this point, I found source 7, which is the second source contradicting the number of times, well, blah, 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 blah. So really, if one... If one searches up the optic nerve that was viewed by Anthony, um, it would be a cross-section, also called a longitudinal cut, which is like if you take a tree limb and you you cut it, or if you cut a hot dog length or width-wise, you're looking down the barrel void of the optic nerve. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, You're very attentive right now. I'm taking it all in. So you could see, like, the different circles. Let me pull it up, actually. We'll talk about it as I pull it up, huh? You guys like pictures. I like pictures. I know about our podcast people can't see it. Well, yeah, but I can describe it better when I'm looking at it. Where did my woman go? She went to go get water. Just don't worry about it. What? In the toilet? Just keep clicking, clicking. You tell me not to worry about it. So here's a picture, Void. 
Oh, wow. Looks like kind of muscly. Yeah, that's the, the cross section that's cut out. You got these holes and stuff. And the major thing to take from this is that when Anthony was viewing it, he realized that the nerve is not really hollow, even though it kind of appears hollow in the illustrations. He describes it a little bit differently with a fluid in there. I actually couldn't find any quotes regarding it, really. I looked and I looked, but didn't find any quotes regarding the nerve, which is the whole reason why we talked about him, the nerve of these people. But there's pictures. That's good enough for me. I guess there was some sort of description, but it was no quoted text, you know, from Anthony, which is what I really like to read because that's, you know, the word of the mouth. Or the, the word of the horse. Yeah, but he never wrote a book, remember? He wrote a diary. He wrote, he wrote letters. several letters, yeah. hundreds of letters. But and never... I know they had a letter regarding this. They had to have. I'm sure they did. They probably didn't want to keep it. Actually, he did have a book written. In public. He did have a book written. He had, an, he had someone, because every time I read about him, he had a book published and he used someone else to do the illustrations for him. Mm. Unless if he just had someone illustrate it with him. I don't know. The The documentary I watched said he never wrote a book. It was just a whole bunch of letters and, like you said, diaries. Well, well, then again, you never know what he had and what he didn't have because not everything makes it through time. Yeah, it's a long time ago. So, like, the biggest thing about Anthony viewing this nerve, you know, longitudinally, is that these tubes were not hollow. So Numa, or something of the sort, was not the culprit to pass through. Anthony is claimed by Source 6 to have speculated that the spaces in the longitudinal cut, which were uh, where you could see down that barrel, you know, um, these circular pores, Anthony had speculated that was where these globules would come through and pass information to different nerves. It's very interesting because that's not really what he's looking at. There's a lot of details in there that I'm not going into because Anthony had no idea and I don't care if you know either. That's for a later date when we go further into this podcast through the history, chronologically. You gotta wait like rest of humanity like a couple years from now versus hundreds. That's where I leave it. That's where I leave it. So... Anthony blew the mind of the world, at least those who listened to him. Yeah, he also blew his splooge all over his wife and scraped it off. And wrote a love letter to the Royal Society about it. Yep. It was sexy. Yeah. He's like, I just got off inside my wife and then I scraped that. Do you think he mailed it to him? Oh, he definitely nailed it to him. No, mailed it to him. Oh, <laughs> probably did both. <laughs> he probably drew the figures and everything. Yeah, actually, yeah. He did. Well, he didn't. Someone else did because he's apparently noted for not being. Let me look that up actually for you guys. I can't really describe that the nerve, the way it looks, like Swiss cheese, but not quite. Kind of like cork. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Or a, or a salami. He, did he draw it? No, someone else did. Every oh. every time I write about his biography, someone else drew this stuff because he wasn't a good artist. But anyways, see this here? The There's white. 
They're labeled as G. These are like the spaces. Yes. That's actually the inside of the nerve, oh. if I am not mistaken. And the rings around the rows, the pocket full of posies, would be like the myelin sheathed, you know, cell membrane of the nerve axons. Gotcha. Which they'd be like tubes. Yes. All connected okay. like wires in an electric bill. Yeah, or like a cock stroking. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah. So let's look up Antony's uh, Valsalva. No, it's not Valsalva. What the fuck? What were you looking up, sperm? Yeah. Uh. Look at Void. You're getting upset about sperm. Is that well, I have to go home. I'll give you home. Look. Look, Void. This one over here, third to the left, looks like a bunch of grapes on a stick. Oh, yeah. That's how many different heads it probably had. Yeah, look at that one. Look like two balls on a stick. Uh-huh. Whoa. These one got it crinkled she up. She's got to turn off the water right now. Well, soon, but I was thought, I didn't know I was going to be staying longer. He's taking even longer. Oh, someone's getting a little pissy over here. Well, I don't want my grass to be ruined. Is it going to be ruined? Yes. How so? Too much watering. Too much watering will ruin your glass? Grass. Your glass? Grass. Why are you getting so mad at me? Well, you're sitting there taking a goddamn eon. I'm like, are we almost done? I have to get going. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't have the poor timing skills to fucking put seed now. Okay, Void. You can go on your merry way. Uh, didn't you want to show me a chicken coop? I did. Yes, we I can do. see that, but I'm just saying that taking longer and longer and longer is getting kind of annoying. Well, this is taking longer now, talking about how long it's taking. Okay. okay. <laughs> So my most important, the most important thing. Okay, yes. Okay. You, Thank you, please. Void. Yes. I turn you off now. Okay, because nobody needs to hear that. You're not being very nice. But I said thank you, please. You're, you're pushing me. You're rushing me. It's very rude. It's even ruder holding me up. I'm not holding you up. I'm trying to talk and you keep on distracting me with this talk. Go faster. <laughs> you take it forever. Let's go. The most important thing that I see is that Anthony had no formal education. And without formal education, not being academia, he just proved that if you took time enough and you learned on your own and you did your fucking dues, you can prove to the whole world that you don't need that cockamamie is, education bullshit. What it is is following your passion. Yes. The thing that you love the most in the world if you follow that, you will be the greatest at all of it. That's the most important thing in the whole world is to do what you love and you'll be famous for it. Okay, I know Void's not very peaceful right now. Yeah, and we But all we can leave in peace. Bye-bye. Sorry. Bye. Bye. Love you. Kick it. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah.